Hey everybody, so today I have the amazing musician Logan Samuel. Hey, how are you? Hello, well uh, I'm not sure about amazing, but I'm <laughs> How are you? You are good, you are good. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. I'm good. How you been? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, still on a bit of a high from the show last week. Okay, wicked. Okay, cool. So first of all, I'm going to set the scene um okay to when I first like um got to know you because we met in college didn't we we were doing a a music diploma together and um I'm going to set the scene so basically it's me in a classroom and behind me I could hear someone rocking on their chair and banging on the table with like like they're in a gig with their with their pens and then the teacher like saying oh Logan be quiet. <laughs> and I, also... I don't um, actually remember that. Don't you? I remember. You used to no. rock on your chair and you used to like wear your hat like backwards with like cool yep. hairstyle like what you got now. And um, also I remember you in like the corridor singing like uh, Green Day's, uh, one of Green Day's songs. Um, what is it? Basket Case. Is it Basket Case? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that as well. So that's what I, that's how I remember you. But obviously, you changed a lot since then. That was a while ago, and um, yeah. yeah. So, what have you been doing between now and then? I know it's. Uh, I mean, just a few things. I know it's been a, it's been about five or six years or something. Like that. Yeah. Okay. Big question. But to summarize, um, mm-hmm. with my music, I used to play drums in a metalcore band called All That Was Said. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did pretty well and we actually won a competition to play oh, wow. Sandman Festival, okay. which is one of the major UK rock festivals. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, we split up not long after that. Oh, uh, I joined a punk band called Playground Circus on drums, okay. um, which was really fun. They were great guys. Um, I've now recently passed the with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I formed my own thing, which yeah, was originally called. <laughs> it was originally called East Twelfth Street. Okay. Which isn't a very catchy name. Why was um, why was it called that? It's a uh, reference to a Green Day lyric. Oh, okay. Uh, from, yeah, you love Green Day. I'm right yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, so I originally got. Uh, well. Michael, who we both know from college. Yeah. Um, another guitarist and mm-hmm. a drummer. Okay. Uh, it didn't work out with the original lineup. So okay. it went to just Michael and I um, playing acoustic. Okay. Which we did for about a year and a half. Yeah. Until we met two guys, a guitarist and bassist. Mm-hmm. Um, and with them, they joined us and mm-hmm. we became Never Said. Never said, uh, yeah. Wicked. Yeah, and then we found the drummer. And yeah, we've been going ever since. And that was, I think, October 2020, where we got together with our drummer. Okay. So how's it? How's that going? 
yeah, I mean, it's you've just, amazing. You've what... just, um, you've just like, you've cut, it's, it's a new, it's, it's like a new flavor, even though you've, you've been going for quite a while, you've just like released like some new music and started yeah. gigging. So um, tell us more about that. So in terms of new music, we released our debut single in mm-hmm. March. Yeah. It was called Brain Dead. Okay. Um, and it got a really, really sick reaction. Um, okay, we got wicked. over a thousand streams within oh, a you? week. Um, oh, well done. Yes. Yeah, so th- that was amazing. And then uh, we released two singles from our upcoming EP, mm-hmm. um, which I think we announced yesterday. Yeah. Or the day before yesterday. The, the, um, the date, release date is the 27th of August. Okay. And that is my birthday. Tomorrow. <laughs> oh, is it? Well. Well, so thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. It, it, we did it just for you. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. And tomorrow, from when we are recording this, we're going to be yeah. announcing the name of the EP. Okay. I assume you're not releasing the podcast tonight, so yeah. Um, yeah, the title of the EP it's... is called "Getting Better." Okay, wicked. It's all about um, struggles with mental health and um, like pushing okay. through that. Okay. So, so is it is it yeah, like a, a personal? Of... Isn't it? Is it a personal thing, or is it more like um, just different people struggling, or is it? A uh, it's definitely a, It's a very personal thing for me. Okay. Um, uh, like especially during 2020 when the bands yeah. okay like probably got together yeah um well I think that year took a toll on yeah. so many people COVID mental oh. health um yeah. so yeah um but a lot of the lyrics were written as things start to open up a little bit mm-hmm. so things were beginning to look a bit more positive yeah and yeah, a lot of the lyrics are sort of through that lens of things getting better. Okay. Yeah, I look forward to hearing that. And like, everybody, look out for that. <clears throat> that sounds exciting. So, um, so yeah, you started gigging. So tell us about your first gig that you did um, the other day. Where, where was it? At the Black Heart? Yeah, at the Black Heart in Camden. Okay. We played our first ever show. It was yeah. a Camden Rocks present. Mm-hmm. okay so interesting story about that one okay um <laughs> the, the day before the show yeah our drummer his um him and his girlfriend were visiting some family okay and family tested positive for covid oh my god covid again Ooh. yep so unfortunately um he had to self-isolate okay which really sucked. And for a couple hours, we thought we were going to have to cancel the show, which oh we were all gutted gosh, about. That must have been a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Um, the night before the show, we, or at least the other instrumental guys, um, they found a fill-in yeah. um, at, who rehearsed the songs with them. and But unfortunately, it didn't work out. Um, but the morning of the show... Yeah. We were able to get um, a guy called Leo from okay. Michael's other band, Control Freaks. Oh my God. Um, Thank God for Control Freaks. On drums. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> legitimately. No, that they, yeah, Leo really helped us out there. Um, uh, that... And the fact that he learned the songs in less than 12 hours 
it, it is amazing. He's amazing. Like, <laughs> I, I can't speak highly enough of him. Yeah. So big about. So who were you supporting there then? Um. So the headliner band or artist was someone called Ten Sheds. Okay. Um. And they're a big deal. Uh, I'm guessing. <laughs> okay, I feel bad for this, but I'm honestly not sure. A lot of okay. the bands on the bill, they're not exactly from the same kind of scene as us. All oh, right, okay. Okay, okay. Um you. like all, all really talented artists. Mm-hmm. Um, but the specific scene that we come from is a lot more <laughs> pop punk and pop hardcore punk, centric. Yeah. yeah. Whereas um the, a lot of the bands on the bill were more rock. Okay. So how did you, how, like, how was the crowd, how did the crowd receive you? Because you were slightly different from what they might have been expecting. How did it go? Well, um, I watched the majority of the bands before us. And from what I've seen, we were the first band to get a MOSFET going. Oh, okay. Brilliant. Which was That's really, a good thing. really exciting. For anyone who yeah. doesn't know, the MOSFET, <laughs> when you get a MOSFET going, it means you're good. <laughs> yes. Um... <laughs> I'm not sure who actually started the mosh pit. It may have actually been me. Okay. Why <laughs> um, not? <laughs> I, did, I did jump off stage a few times to oh, get okay. people Wicked. moving. Um, but yeah, no, the crowd responded really well. Mm-hmm. Um, we sold quite a few t-shirts that night. Okay. Which, well, we weren't expecting. I think now we're really limited on sizes and we're going to have to do another merch order soon. Okay. Um. And yeah, no, all positive stuff from the crowd. Um, yeah. uh, the other bands were great mm-hmm. and really nice from what we spoke to. Like, every, yeah, no, it so was for great. Your first, for your first gig, it sounds like it was amazing because a lot of people don't. How did you manage to bag that one? Um, How does I, it work? How do you get your gigs? I think there uh, Michael sent us a link on our group chat, which okay. was we, we had to like apply to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we needed the band name, the um, links to our socials, okay. and one of our songs, and okay. yeah, a link to our music. Um, and I think the same day that we applied for it, we got a response and mm-hmm. we got offered the date. Okay. Um, so, and that was the first gig we had booked wow so that I mean it's a good way it's a good way to start isn't it really to be honest yeah definitely (laughs) we're with a um promotion company like Camden Box which is so prestigious Mm -hmm. had bands like well Bullet for My Valentine and Escape the Fate on their bills before okay wow huge in our okay um yeah that's big names yeah it was amazing So what advice would you give to, I mean, you're, you're obviously you're a new band. Well, you're not new, but yep. you're new getting out there. But what advice would yeah. you give to like um, up and coming bands who are just starting out on how to find gigs and, you know, to get them started, to get them out there so people can see them? Okay. Uh, well, talking from personal experience, mm-hmm. uh go to local shows, like talk to the other people at the show, talk to the bands, talk to the promoters. It it really helps to get your name out there. Uh, post your stuff in Facebook groups mm-hmm. and online forums. Just network as much as you can. 
Um, and just be a nice person. <laughs> Don't piss off the wrong people. <laughs> that helps. Because, yeah. I think yeah. that does help to just yeah, be a nice person. <laughs> yeah, you just got to, well, get your name out there by yeah. telling everyone. So what advice would you give to people who are wanting to start a band? Like, how did you um, get your, like, instrumentalists to come and join you? So the things I would say mm-hmm. from my extensive experience from being <laughs> in bands that haven't worked out. Yeah, okay. Um, make sure you're willing to put the money into it because, unfortunately, mm-hmm. it costs to be in a band whether that's equipment, whether that's rehearsals mm-hmm. or recording, it really helps if you're willing to put the money behind it because no matter how good a song is, if it sounds like shit, no one's going to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I'd also say don't be afraid to change lineups. Like I've been in so yeah. many bands that haven't worked out because we didn't click as people. Yeah. Like you got there has to be a foundation of like friendship and getting along first mm-hmm. before you can make music together. Yeah, I think there has to be like, is it like chemistry or something? I've definitely worked with people and the chemistry isn't there. And <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work out. So, would you say that you got the perfect chemistry probably in your band and that's why it's yeah, doing definitely. so well? Okay, so like, I probably should have asked you this question first, but. How did you start with music? When did you first like realize that music was going to be a big part of your life? Okay, well that was I was young. I can't remember how young. Yeah. But my dad used to play music in the house, mm-hmm. and the artist I can remember loving first. Like okay. you wouldn't expect that from me. Okay. But it was Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Oh, okay, Holly wicked. And Elvis Presley. Oh, cool. Those were the three that got me turned on to music. Yeah. Um, I think I was about 10. Okay. I, I remember being at um, a school disco that you had in year six. Yeah. And I saw um, one of the other kids in my year wearing an Iron Maiden t-shirt. Okay. And it, cool. looked, it looked really cool. So yeah. I went home. I asked my dad, what is Iron Maiden? Okay. Um, so he bought me The Number of the Beast. CD and oh, cool. he also got me American <laughs> Idiot by Green Day which he okay, was cool. into yeah and those two bands opened me up to well everything I listen to now all okay. the punk all the metal yeah um yeah they were my gateway band yeah I mean my next question was going to be how uh, like pop punk kind of chose you kind of thing like who are who are your influences I mean you've already mentioned a couple there but um, oh, in terms of pop punk specifically, mm-hmm. um, obviously Green Day, they're yeah. one of the top ones. <laughs> um, I'd say my all-time favourite band is yeah. All Time Low. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that they may not be the most respected in the pop punk scene, but... Okay, why is that, why is that do you think? Um, oh, I think there's just too many gatekeepers out there. Okay. A- anything, <laughs> like... Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. All time I just have a level of songwriting that I feel the majority okay. of bands don't. Yeah. Um. 
there's a band called Trashboat I love that mm-hmm. they really bring in some heavy elements and hardcore okay. influences. Yeah. Uh, uh, Neck Deep, who are another generic UK pop punk band. Yeah. But they're really great. Paramore. You respect. Yeah. Yeah. Paramore also, definitely. Classics, but gotta love them. Yeah. Okay. So, um, we're going to talk about something that's really like close to your heart and probably a bit personal to you. I mean, these days people are sharing who they are and what they are without any judgment. These days, people are feeling a lot more um, secure within themselves or they're feeling a lot more open to sharing who they are. And you're actually yeah. you're actually non-binary. So yeah. explain to me, like to everyone what that means what what that is and what that means to you so i, I can't speak for all non-binary people obviously but just, what, it just, means to me, what does it mean to you yeah <laughs> yeah what it means to me is um i don't really i don't identify with like the social construct of being a man okay um but i, I also don't really uh, i don't resonate with the social construct of being a woman I feel, I, I feel I can be both and neither. Okay. Um, so you're in touch with like, your. Do you think you're like in touch with your feminine and masculine? Would you say? Or yeah. Would, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or, or would you not Definitely. even use those? Um, I mean, it's just a way of describing certain mm-hmm. characteristics. It's how you feel. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm in touch with my feminine side and my masculine side. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just, it's just I, I think it's always, yeah, been a part of me. Okay. It's only, I think, the past maybe year that I've mm-hmm. started to actually explore my gender and gender expression. Okay. And so, like, um, I've seen on, like, your Instagram that you shared it. Like, do you, yeah. what, do, do you feel, do you feel it's important to share? Why do you feel it's important to share? Um, well, I, I think that everyone mm-hmm. should be able to be whoever they want to be yeah. without judgment. And yeah. I feel like if everyone is honest and mm-hmm. open about who they are, it's yeah. gonna, it's just gonna make the world a better place. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. It's good that you can feel comfortable in your own skin you know, to say who you are and like, I'm sure people out there appreciate, uh, people like yourself appreciate. So like, how, so so basically you don't, when someone speaks about you, how would you like them to speak about you? Uh, so my pronouns are they, them. They, so, okay. Yeah. yeah, previously I've been going by he him but I just don't feel it really resonates with me anymore okay um I I am fully aware that people who have known me for a while Mm -hmm. probably aren't going to remember that all the time yeah you know what okay I was gonna say that I was gonna say that like obviously I want to respect anyone and and what they feel comfortable with but um I think someone like me probably will take me time to get you you know I don't I don't want to if I ever slip up 
you know it's not malicious or anything like that oh yeah like so you're so you're you're cool with people learning take you know it takes you're cool with that people it takes time for people to learn how I to address you as, in the way you yeah, like to be yeah I think as long as there's always a conversation going about what people mm. are and aren't comfortable with yeah um and as long as people are, are willing to accept if they accidentally slip up okay um, I, I don't think there's an issue at all yeah. like as long as it's coming from a place of support yeah uh, as long as someone is supportive yeah I I can understand slip-ups a lot more obviously again can't speak for the whole trans and non-binary community obviously um, you can only speak for yourself but, clear enough yeah <laughs> personally I understand that people are going to um sometimes misgender me and mm-hmm. I I will correct them if I can be bothered but mm-hmm. it's well it, it's a big change and I mm-hmm. I know that the majority of people if they do accidentally misgender me it's not coming from a place of hate okay yeah so as long as I know that yeah you're cool you're kind cool. of whatever yeah yeah okay so I mean even things like dress sense and stuff like that I mean these days it doesn't matter to be honest but um do you how do you feel comfortable um say dress sense wise do you do you feel more com- like do you feel comfortable do you change from day to day you might would you wear like you'd wear jeans and you might wear a skirt or something like that Okay, that, that's a good question. Um, yeah. The, the majority of the time, mm-hmm. I do present typically masculine or okay. androgynous. Like, I'll mm-hmm. normally wear skinny jeans or some okay. shorts. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, it doesn't matter what you wear. But I just yeah, want, yeah. like, people to understand the whole, um, you know, the whole of who you are. So yeah. it, doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what you wear, but <laughs> I just thought I'd ask. Yeah. Just to be curious, um, in a curious way. Yeah. Um, in terms of the, me presenting feminine, mm-hmm. or like wearing skirts or dresses or whatever, mm-hmm. um, I, unfortunately, I don't think that the, well, I don't think that the majority of places Mm-hmm. Are a safe space oh, okay. um, to okay. then that ready. way. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And much as I may like to, it's personally, honestly, yeah. not worth. Um, okay, I understand. Maybe getting harassed yeah. yeah. or attacked for it. Like, yeah, <laughs> even before yeah, I, I was out, yeah. um, I got harassed by some old guy because I wore a purple hoodie. Wow. So <laughs> I know how ridiculous people can be. That is strange. Okay. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, so so you'd rather you're 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 worried that maybe you you might be um so are you worried that you might be attacked or something like that wearing uh to a certain extent, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um no, I hope that attitudes change. Yeah. But until then Mm-hmm. Um, what I like to do is when I do want to present feminine mm-hmm. I 
I do it for stuff we've never said because mm-hmm. I feel like you feel that is a safe space. On stage, that is a safe space that. where I can express myself. Yeah, obviously, and, yeah. Yeah, that, that is a community that mm-hmm. I, I want to build of, okay. of people who can love and accept each other no matter what. It, even if it's shit outside the doors of the venue, inside, everyone exactly. loves each other. Exactly. Everyone is a family. I love that. I actually love that, to be honest. Yeah, so, all right, let's get back to Never Said. Okay. When, um, even though that was that was an important, obviously that was an important conversation that we had to have, and I'm glad, thank you so much for sharing that with me. Today, yeah, no worries. It's quite personal. But, um, yeah, so Never Said, when, when, yeah. when's your next gig? When are you guys going to be gigging next? So our next gig is on the 28th of August, the day after we release our EP, which is exciting. We are opening for Basement League Mm -hmm. at the Engine Rooms in East London. Okay. Um, Mm. We're supporting Basement League alongside A New Hope and Erica Drive. Mm -hmm. So so, really excited for that. Yeah, Um, that sounds exciting. Yeah, it's going to be a great show. Hopefully yeah. twice as big as, as the last. Yeah, the last one was, I mean, I got to catch like the end of it and it was really, it was really good. Like the vibe was really good in there. Everyone was pumped. I saw you do, I yeah. saw you get into the mosh pit for the next band. <laughs> oh yeah. Which looked like fun. Yeah. But I it mean, was. yeah, it looks like fun. You know what though? It does look like, even though you lot are crashing into each other, I do notice, like, when someone falls on the floor, there's always, like, a helping hand to get someone up. Oh, yeah. You don't get completely terrorised. So you could have fun crashing into each other without (laughs) killing each other. Yeah, there's definitely a mosh pit (laughs) etiquette. Um, Okay, wow. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's... Yeah, it's violence, but it's Mm -hmm. getting out your aggression in a positive way. Yeah. Everyone's in there just having fun. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. No one's trying to hurt each other yeah it's all love okay so yeah so you've got those gigs coming up um yep and you you've also got a manager what's what's it you've got a manager haven't you yeah your band and like what is the difference between you having a manager and not having a manager um well a lot of uh, business stuff. I mean, what is a uh, positive difference? That's what I mean. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah we signed with uh, Passion for Talent um, Management okay. and Touring um, yeah. back in, I think, March. Mm-hmm. Or it might be in February. But, yeah, no, our manager, Lauren, has helped out immensely with our, uh, our release schedules, our yeah. marketing plans, okay, um, the logistics of our gigs. Mm-hmm. yeah no she's yeah she, she's helped us out a lot so how did you find her then I mean did did she look for you or did you look for her or how did it work so I've known her for quite a few years now um mm-hmm. I had an old job working for a company called National Merchandise okay uh and we basically sold merch for various artists that came through the oh. O2 okay wicked so yeah, we met there, and mm-hmm. I knew she was interested in mm-hmm. putting on live events and yeah, yeah stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, back in 2019, 
Ho and I um, actually put on a sh- like small festival together, like an mm-hmm. all-day thing. Yeah. Um, called Rock for the Rainforest. Oh, it was wow. a charity event um, yeah. raising money for the Amazon Watch. Okay. Uh, yeah, we got a bunch of sick bands to play mm-hmm. that day. Um, so you saw her skills on how she could arrange. And you oh, yeah, yes. yeah. You thought she's she, the Yeah, one. she did well. <laughs> um, she contacted me yeah. um, a couple years after, no, mm-hmm. no, not a couple years, a couple um, weeks after the band uh, launched, which yeah. was the 1st of January 2021. Mm-hmm. We launched all our social media campaigns. Okay, yeah. Um, and it caught her eye. Um, and, yeah, she liked our image mm-hmm. and wanted to learn more. Okay. And, yeah, we set up a Zoom call with the band. And, and yeah. So there's great, there's great chemistry there of it between you guys. Yeah. And she's really yeah, supportive definitely. and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Right, so we spoke about where you're going to be. Um, anywhere else you want to mention where you're going to be playing? Um. I don't think we have any other gigs announced just yet. Okay. You've got some but... under wraps. So basically, <laughs> the, people got to head down to your socials to, yeah. um, to get that info. And so um, yeah. tell us, like, where can we find you? Uh, so I think at Never Said Band on mm-hmm. Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. And at Never Said Band UK on um facebook mm-hmm. uh just never said on spotify apple music okay. all that stuff okay brilliant yeah so people can listen and if they want if if like if i want to get some merch which i'm planning on yeah. getting soon where would i go to get it um so all of our social medias um have um a link to our merch store we, okay. we have like a link tree, which is basically a collection of all the links to okay. our different platforms. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's where you can find some merch. Okay, wicked. I'm gonna get some soon. When I can't, I want. I don't want to turn up at um, one of your shows without the merch. You know, I've got to fit. I want to slide, <laughs> slip right in there. But um, yeah. Okay, so um, I'm gonna wrap up now. But before that, I want to like ask you: Is there anyone that you want to big up? Any names you want to mention? that have supported your, your journey so far that you want uh, uh, shout out? Yeah, definitely. Um, so, f- first of all, above anyone else, I uh, mm-hmm. need to shout out my fiancé, Robin. Okay. Um, we've, we've been together for nearly six years now. So yeah. she's been the whole journey through all my different bands. She's always supported me. Oh, um, sweet. Yes, yeah, no, she is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, other people I want to shout out. Uh, something I haven't mentioned um, mm-hmm. in this conversation. I'm actually yeah. in another band called Sharp Eyes. Sharp um, Eyes, okay. I play drums in them. We're kind of like You, Me at Six, Alternative Rock. Okay. Um, so I, I want to shout out the guys in that. So yeah. Sam, Connor, Lewis, mm-hmm. and Sean. Mm-hmm. All great guys, all really talented musicians. Yeah. Um, I want to shout out my parents. <laughs> they've yeah, obviously, obviously always been supportive um i, I want to shout out uh obviously the rest never said yeah so michael Lauren, dimitris and cameron mm. cameron they've all been great yeah um 
But it seems um, like this I'm, is your life or something when you're shouting people out. Your life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're so like, many people. I want to thank everyone for my new, you know, I've got my medal and thank you. Yeah. Well, this is my first interview. So. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, I know, yeah, no, that's um, great. That's great. No, no, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not taking the pee. That's great. But I'm saying, I'm probably that, that's probably, what, that's probably what it feels like for you when I'm saying, oh, who do you want to shout out? In your journey so far, though, we're looking forward to the rest of your journey. Yeah. I mean, your ongoing journey. We're looking forward to seeing you. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you play and like do well and play some big gigs. Where would you, if you Thank could you. get, if you could play somewhere big, where would be like your dream to play? Let's do some manifesting. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to have two answers for this. Yeah. Um, the first is the Underworld in Camden. Yeah. Um, it's my favourite venue mm-hmm. that I've ever been to. Yeah. Um, it's not that big. It's like 500 capacity, but to sell out the Underworld in Camden is It means a lot to you. Yep. Okay. And then going a bit bigger. Yeah. Or- quite a lot bigger yeah O2 Academy Brixton it, I've been to Obviously. so many shows there over the years <laughs> that, that is also the dream yeah okay wicked that sounds so good I am excited I'm gonna be excited to see you there hopefully you know it can yeah, happen definitely. it can happen let's not say hopefully it's gonna happen I'm gonna see yeah. you there so we're gonna wrap up now but thank you so much Logan for, well, thank uh, you for talking having to me today and um I'm sure I'm going to see you in the future. And, uh, yes, hopefully soon. Hopefully you get all your dreams come true. All your dream gigs come true. And um, I'll speak Thank to you, you soon. Yeah, speak to you Take soon. Take care. Yeah, you too. Cheers. Bye.